0: All right. Are you ready for episode three? I am ready. Ready to build our podcast empire.
1: That's right. One at a time.
0: I can't wait to get that sponsorship for gambling. That's what I'm
1: going for. Oh, yeah. Big time. <laughs> that and OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah.
0: We could put on some pretty uh, interesting shows, probably, for people. <laughs> Sign up and Jim will grow his beard for you. Shave it off and send it to you in an envelope.
1: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Lock of your choice.
0: <laughs> All right. you ready? ready to go all right welcome everybody to jim and steve watch a show episode three thank you again for for joining us this week we're going to take a look at inspector manera my name is jim
1: and i am steve and we are here to do what So, as we say every week, there are so many different shows on all the streaming services, and oftentimes you will flip around for an hour and pick something you've already seen. Our mission here is to find something that we have never seen and would normally skip over and give it a shot.
0: And we watch the first episode. Uh, We do a little research, provide that info for you, so you can make a good decision, informed decision, whether or not you'd like to watch the show or perhaps even the whole, whole season. That's right. So the way this works, give some background info. We're going to have our patented summary challenge, talk about some points of interest, things that we thought were good and bad about it. We're including a nerd challenge as well. And drum roll, we'll rank order what we've seen so far this season. So here we go. First of all, some background info for Inspector
1: Manera. So Inspector Manera is an Italian crime comedy show it was two seasons 12 episodes each season each episode runs about an hour maybe a hair less than that film from 2009 to 2011 uh, there was a third season that was actually filmed but then they scrapped the show so it was never released so it is sitting out there somewhere if somebody really really likes it the main character here the actor is guido caprino and he is inspector Manera. Uh, This show in America at the time of this recording is on Amazon Prime.
0: So we picked another one with a long running time.
1: (laughs) It seems to be what we're (laughs) going for.
0: The next show we should pick probably be a half hour, maybe.
1: (laughs) Right. Well, It would be an American show because it seems like only American shows have that. Everything else is at least five hours.
0: Right. And so they filmed. So you said they actually filmed the third season and it's completely edited, completely finished, just never released.
1: Yeah, that that's what I found online. They said they had it ready to go, and then they just changed their mind, and who knows where it is right now. And
0: some super fan cries themselves to sleep every night because it's not available. <laughs> All
1: right.
0: Well, thank you for that that info that gives us good background on the on the show. So now we're moving into summary challenge. So in this segment, we like to try to give the plot points, character points of the episode in one minute or less. And I think, Steve, it's your turn this time, right? Yes, it is. All right. So you want – oh, wait. I got to uh, keep us honest. Put a minute on the clock. You let me know when you're ready. I'll start the clock.
1: I'm ready when you are. All right. Go. Inspector Manera is a big city police officer who gets into a bit of hot water when he sleeps with his supervisor's wife. He says he didn't know that she was married to him. But either way, his punishment is to be sent to be the chief of police in a small town in Italy. As soon as he gets there, it is immediately apparent that every woman in the entire town loves him. Uh, He has a perm. He has a mustache. He's got chest hair. He drives a motorcycle. He plays saxophone. Full package. So a lot of the comedy of the show just comes from the fact that every single woman he runs into immediately wants him and he plays it straight, sometimes acting like he doesn't notice, though he kind of like wink, wink, he knows what's going on. And in the first episode, he gets his first crime really as soon as he walks into the police station and it's about how they solve it. The one thing I thought was really interesting is there's this really weird old lady that just kind of solves the crime outside of everything the police are doing. And I felt like she was there, if you're a complete moron, to kind of lead you along so you know what's going on.
0: Excellent. That was well done. You know, it's funny. I made notes this time for myself, and I think I forgot to note the perm and mustache. I don't know, how I, mi- I don't know how I
1: missed that. <laughs> Whoa. That's a string. <laughs> yeah.
0: It, no, because you covered it so well <laughs> <laughs> all right um all right I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a give it a shot and once again I have notes this time so hopefully it'll be a little bit more okay. coherent so here it goes so it starts off with inspector monera is demoted and it's not clear who his boss is necessarily but or how how that person ranks ahead of him but uh, he sleeps with his boss's wife. So he gets demoted. I guess that's how it works in the Italian police force to a small town to think about what he's done. Uh, and of course, the small town police force is shocked at his looks because he's a good looking Italian guy. Um, and all of the women want him. He does have a mustache and and perm. He does ride a motorcycle I'm just riffing off what Steve said now because it was so good. <laughs> he, he plays saxophone without his shirt on. Um, the guys in the department don't trust him, but he's able to pull everybody together to solve a murder. That's all I got.
1: That That's very good. That's exactly right. <laughs>
0: all right. So now that you have a little bit better idea of what that first episode is about, we're going to move on to some points of is- interest or any kind of clarification that you might need in order to better understand the the episode so i guess probably the most important thing to talk about here is the fashion right and oh, the, yes. the time frame in which this took place
1: and i was trying to figure that out because like i said it was shown between 2009 and 2011 but you kind of get the feeling it's earlier than that not like yeah. the 40s but maybe 70s 80s it, it's kind of hard
0: yeah, it's got that late 70s, early 80s vibe. Right. Uh, we even kind of thought, I mean, like mustaches were popular with Magnum P.I., right? Tom yes. Selleck, Burt Reynolds. It feels very similar to that That kind it, of thing.
1: Very similar vibe for sure. Yeah. It, and I also thought it was very interesting. I'm from a very small town, and I could not ever have told you who the police chief was or what they looked like. But every single person in this town immediately recognized him as a police chief. And I thought that was just interesting because maybe in Italy, that's a very important role. I, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Or I guess the town's, I mean, how small is, that's a great question. How small is this, this town that everybody knows everybody personally like that, you know?
1: Right. And they don't really, they never clarify that. And you don't ever see, uh, like a setting shot of the entire town at the same time. So it could be 30 people for all we know. I I don't know, but that's a pretty big police force. Yeah. So there's some <laughs> a lot of people.
0: <laughs> More questions than answers there, I, I guess. And we were also and we don't have any answers to this necessarily either, but we talked about it. How do motions work in the police force in, in Italy? So I guess if you're a big time city police chief, and you do something wrong, you get picked out to the, to the country to think about what you've, you've done. I don't know if that's typical in the States, but evidently that's what happens here.
1: <laughs> well, and in, in the first episode, he reports to his boss in the new town and he says something like, well, you're not going back to the city until you mature, which okay. is really kind of weird. Like, that's not how work is.
0: Yeah. Like, what's, what's he going to learn in the small town that'll straighten him out? I, I don't know.
1: Well, if the women have anything to say about it, not much.
0: he's gonna be a repeat offender
1: (laughs) and and another huge point of interest is he doesn't have a place to live and so he gets checked into a local hotel the the woman that operates this motel i am five million percent certain would do anything to be with this man (laughs) she does everything but throw herself on top of him it is the craziest thing hilarious
0: oh So one thing you need to know is that no one has seen an attractive man in this town until (laughs) today, until (laughs) until Monero rolls in on his motorcycle, motorcycle playing a saxophone with with no shirt on. (laughs) Uh, All right, So let's move on to some things that we liked and maybe didn't like so much about it. So positives and and strengths. What do you think?
1: I think we've hit a lot of them. And, And as we discussed before that we got on here, the show knows that it's ridiculous. You you don't they're not really they're, they're playing it straight but you can tell that everybody knows like this isn't how police work works like this is just us messing right. around. So I think that's a strength of it. They're not trying to act like they're actually solving crimes. They're just playing this game.
0: Right. I mean, I think they like you said they know it's absurd. And I think they know the premise is absurd and that makes it enjoyable. That makes it And, fun. and that
1: helps it. That does help it.
0: Because if this if the tone was different, I'm supposed to take this guy seriously. I mean, it just wouldn't work.
1: It's just the, it's not going to yeah. work. And and like you said, is very much in the vein of Magnum PI. So if you yeah. enjoyed that type of cop show, but with an Italian flair to it, this would probably be right in your wheelhouse. Right. So
0: yeah. So it doesn't take itself too seriously, and it knows what it knows what it is, which has been our critique of some of the other ones, right?
1: Yes. Um, Absolutely.
0: So drawbacks. I mean, I, I guess. My thoughts were once you've seen an episode, I don't know what new ground they're going to cover. I mean, this might be uh, kind of a one-trick pony, I guess.
1: Yeah, I have to believe that every episode kind of follows the same pattern where there's some hard-to-solve crime. He does it while having sex and playing the saxophone. and. (laughs) And then everybody, like, high fives at the end. That kind of feels sure. like how this is going to go. That's not, Maybe that's not a bad thing all the time, sure. but if you've seen it once, you, you've seen it.
0: Yeah. So I guess the positive is if you watch it, you know what you're going to get. But the drawback is if you watch it, you know where you're going to exactly.
1: get. Exactly. So it, your mileage varies.
0: And uh, we couldn't determine whether this was a felt dated because we're not quite sure of what the fashions are necessarily in Italy or what the – what, where, you and had, it could have been yeah.
1: budget, like we talked about. It, not that the production values were bad, but they certainly were not crisp, right? <laughs> kind of like smearing vaseline on the lens. It was, yeah. It
0: does have that grainy kind of look, and maybe that's maybe we're missing some gritty cop drama. Maybe that's what they were going for, uh, <laughs> right? Yeah, so that's that's tricky to say if that's a drawback or not, right? So this leads us to an important question. To watch the whole season,
1: I was so on the fence about this. But the more that we talked about it, if it was half as long, like six episodes instead of twelve, I think yes. At twelve episodes per season, I think no.
0: Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I think I could I could probably enjoy five six episodes. Well, I'm not sure where they're going to go with it. I'm also floored. There's a whole third season. (laughs) <laughs> right, didn't learn his lesson in the
1: first two. <laughs> yeah, so maybe the third season is like his redemption arc where he goes back to the big city. I
0: guess I don't know. they said, no, nope, they're going to take that out. No, no, well, no redemption. <laughs> I guess this is a soft no on.
1: Yeah, watching. soft no. Okay. I can see uh, a lot of people actually really being into this. It's just yeah, a little bit too much for me. Could be a cult
0: kind of show, I guess. We could put it in that category. Um, yep. So, how does this rank compared? To the other shows that we have re- reviewed, and just to review for for everyone, uh, we watched. My roommate is a Gumio, Extraordinary Attorney Wu, and now Manera. So, how are we gonna how are we gonna uh, rank order these?
1: So, I, I put my roommate is a Gumio last. Uh, that was the one that really didn't know what kind of a show it wanted to be, and yeah. I put Manera kind of in a tie with Extraordinary Attorney Wu. They're, they're so different, it's hard to compare them, but I would put them at a tie.
0: Yeah, I think that's I think that's fair. I, I think you even mentioned when we talked about this, that if Extraordinary Attorney Wu, if the episodes were a little shorter, it probably could eke out Monera.
1: Yeah, I would agree. If it was a 45 instead of an hour and a half, I, I'd put that in first. Okay.
0: All right, so now we are on to Nerd Challenge, and it's my turn. It is
1: Jim's turn. That's right. And I'm excited for this. So So, what do you got? I'm going to walk you through why I came up with this. Okay. William Shatner's 92nd birthday was a month ago. Oh, wow. And then I heard today that on May the 4th, they're going to give Carrie Fisher a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Okay. And so now that we're kind of in between those two dates, what I want you to do (laughs) is in your head, think of the original Star Wars trilogy. In okay. the original cast of Star Trek. Okay. You have to replace three Star Wars characters with three Star Trek characters and tell me why.
0: Oh, this is good. All right. Well, I guess in this situation, we're going to need a hero for sure. Uh, okay. We're also going to need a villain. And then <laughs> probably a, a mentor of, of, some, of some sort. I'm just thinking about the, the dynamics of the original trilogy. Right. Um, all right. So, who from who from Star Trek could play Luke? Now, is this Star Trek the original series? I'm assuming. Yeah.
1: No, Picard. Uh, this no is Picard. just the original original cast.
0: Okay. Because Wesley Crusher could have filled that role. potentially. Oh, I was like, I would substitute
1: <laughs> Data in for C three PO in yeah. a second. <laughs>
0: right. That would be great. All right, this is a little tricky. Um, so, who's who complains the most on? On Star Trek, who's a little whiny, right? Who's a little bit spoiled. Right. it's hmm. a good, good question. Now, like how how inside baseball do I want to be? Do I want to stick to the main characters or? Well,
1: this is you, man. Whatever you think.
0: <laughs> well, early on, there's, um, there's an early episode called Charlie X. Okay. And it's this young kid who has, um, he doesn't have the force necessarily, but he's got these these powers that he's having a hard time getting a, getting a handle on. So I think I might put him in the, in the Luke position. Uh, he would just be. Okay. Good. Yeah. He, he, he uses the force by sort of like nodding his head and sort of like crossing his eyes a little bit, if you've seen the episode. Nice. So it could add some different flavor to, to the, to the trilogy. I like that. <laughs> Um And then if, and naturally in that episode, Kirk was kind of being his, his mentor. So I'm oddly kind of put Kirk in the role of, of Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. <laughs> uh, and so that way we have someone to to guide Charlie X through, through the saga. Now, as far as like, who would be, I mean, McCoy is kind of like a Grandma Tarkin to be, to be honest, but mm-hmm. I mean, I'm really looking for the substitute for, for Vader. If I had to pick substitute for Vader, well, that's that's tricky. Actually, I'm going to pivot and say there's a character named um, Henry Mudd, which I think would be a good analog for Jabba the Hutt. So,
1: (laughs) (laughs) very good. I got there. Well, no, hey, concise is not my thing. (laughs) It doesn't have to be. That's fantastic. (laughs) That was a great challenge. Little twist.
0: Yeah, that was great. I don't know if anybody would watch that movie.
1: So we had to put well, it together. Because I, I, I was like, I was trying to think myself through it, and I'm like, would you put Captain Kirk as Han Solo? Because they kind of have that swagger to them, but they're so different in other ways. I don't know if it ever worked, but I was really curious what you would think about it.
0: Yeah, it's funny. Kirk is more of a role follower. Uh, I mean, he's kind of like, he's a military guy. Yeah. So if anything, if you really thought about it, you'd have someone like Kirk almost substituting for any of the admirals in the empire. Cause he's kind of toes that line. Yeah.
1: Kirk is Darth Vader.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so then he would switch it. So I guess you could have like a, a Klingon or, or something. Be, be Luke. Yeah. You could really switch it around. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. It'd be so great. interesting. That was fun. All right. That was good. All um, right. Good job. So we don't have a catchphrase yet for our, for our podcast, but we're, but we're working on it, but thus concludes our third installment of Jim and Steve watch a show. Hope you enjoyed it. And we'll be back next time to review yet another random show. That's out there streaming.
1: Thank you, everybody.